Hello, welcome to Felton Pen and Stationery Season Three, Episode Sixteen. This is your host Frank. This is your other host Collins. Hmm. Well, besides my uh, possible equipment upgrade, how are you doing, Collins? <laughs> besides your possible equipment <laughs> upgrade, um, depending on how you want to know about how I'm doing, it's either good or bad. Because all of this past weekend, all I did was play Candy Crush for about five hours. <laughs> You're playing Candy Crush again? It it was a weird thing that happened. Someone got me to like help them win, and then. I kept a winning streak for like several hours. I did not lose. <laughs> I, I guess the puzzle and dragon training worked. Maybe it's possible. I was also <laughs> playing a lot of Elden Ring, but yes, I played a lot of Candy Crush this weekend. <laughs> you you play a lot of games this weekend overall. Basically. Yes, yes. Okay. How about yourself? Mm, that's not bad. Um, I'm doing all right. Um, way overslept for Sunday, so I didn't really do a lot of shit I was supposed to do. I have plenty nice. to do, but <laughs> otherwise I'm okay. But you know, you know me, I typically don't really sleep that much, so I guess it's a decent change of pace. Yes. Oh, another thing that did happen to me this weekend, uh, a friend of mine, uh, I, we, uh, I brought her up before, she makes the, uh, the feather dip pens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Miranda gave me a second pen to try out. I haven't been able to try it out yet, but... Um, I see on your screen, even though it's a little blurry through Zencaster for some reason. Oh, no, I, I have to pull it back because it's focused, but... It's, yeah, that's, uh, that I, explains it. Yeah, it's really nice. I still have to try it out, this one. Okay, okay. That's the one with the uh, the ending of the equipment all treated, right? So it lasts longer than normal? Yeah, like she does her special, like washing of it and then carving it or like cutting it out of the feather itself it's not like tipped with any metal or anything okay okay well uh, let me know how it goes yeah let me know how it goes all right and well let's start our topic for today or at least a prepared topic for today <laughs> uh well actually you know what well, let's bring this to the top of the topic first uh today's episode was not entirely what we originally planned two weeks ago. Yes. Originally had the brilliant idea of stating, finding, researching fountain pen manufacturers and makers by each country. Yep. And then talk about like country by country, like maybe today, this week is France, next week is Italy, next next week is England. And then the, Taiwan, and then some other countries, Australia. And I'm, I'm sorry if I offend anyone, but not mentioning your country, but just just overall, I can think of on top of my head. Here's the issue. We pull our list from a very old list and a very total list off of forms. And majority of those companies are defunct. Well, I mean, to say defunct is a little disingenuous. A lot of them are vintage level pens where like they they did, you know, do everything. But like it's like 20 or 30 years old now or well, something. We, we, yeah, we can't find their website. We cannot find their Or they never had one. Store. Or they never had one. <laughs> because the internet wasn't yes, invented then. Yes. Um, so, yeah. and I was just stuck on the face trying to research. For example, this episode was we're drinking the call. Draw me like your French pants. Guess what? <laughs> I couldn't even find one company. 
Well, I, I've defined one or two, but like the researching that has to go through it to find one or two dimensions is a very, very long and continue time-consuming research. <laughs> so I call it off for Collins. But Which is okay. It is, it's fine because it turns out Collins already got a lot of interesting uh, pin for us this week. What so. I did was, since, Frank, you called it off, I was just like, well, you know what? I still find, like, all of these other countries with all of these other kinds of pens and inks and stuff, and I found some interesting ones through that research. So um, I gave Frank a list, and we can go over a couple of them here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go over them. Um, well, I guess we cover one, just one topic. I guess uh, this is a lot of people are probably interested in this one as well. The diamine is is diamine, right? Not diamine. Uh, I would pronounce it diamine, but okay, I could also be wrong. So yeah, we'll be wrong then. Okay, so the diamine twenty twenty two inkvent calendar it is available for pre order. Ooh. For anyone that is not familiar with this line, you get a total of twenty five new colors. And uh, you open up during the the Christmas time, mm. and you can try out each new sample color during every day. And I guess everyone will uh, will will play around with it and share the how their thought on the pens every single day of December. And they give you. It seems like they give you a good amount of ink. Let's see. Yeah, I think it twelve is... milliliters of ink. Correct. With, and the last, the last one is a 30 milliliter. That's a lot of ink. So the Christmas ink is 30 milliliter. The rest is 11. Frank, I think what we need to do is we need to get one. <laughs> and then we every can. day we'll just have to open it up. <laughs> yeah, we can. We certainly can get one. And try it out. Yeah, no issue with that. We'll give it a try. This, I think if we get this, this will be my first true advent calendar i've never really? done one i don't think okay. i've ever done one <laughs> no, i never did this one too i guess we can yeah we can all give it a try and see why this sounds like a plan yep so they are offer pre-orders on a lot of different websites our link will be provided to yoseka stationery but you can find it anywhere pretty much anywhere that's available that has diamond carries and to my understanding, Diamond isn't picky about their dealers, so <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, pretty much any big seller, online seller I know, sells Diamond. <laughs> yeah. And they're, what, a hundred something years old British company, too? I don't know. Let me see. I remember they're a very, very old company. Uh, not Diamond, the... Uh, the chemical. element, <laughs> the chemical. <laughs> yeah, I I did the same thing. I did the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I was like thing. diamine, and it's like, oh, let me see, diamine pen company manufacturers. As I specifically mentioned on the, the ink diamine. Yeah, they're established in eighteen sixty four. Yeah. And where is this? At Liverpool. So yeah, it's a UK company. UK company, right? Okay. So I was not wrong. <laughs> I think I, my brain mixed up Diamine with the German company. 
Are you thinking about uh, the, the, the not the Atramentis, uh Pelican? Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think my brain mixed it up with the Atramentis because number they they both start with the letter D. Mm, okay, yeah, the Atramentis is I don't think it's that old. It's a uh, father and it's son the, company. Yeah, so. it's just the it's just the dad that makes it basically. <laughs> yeah, in a very surprisingly homebrew style. Yeah. All right, so let's get on with our uh, very first uh, shared. Pen by Collins. This is yeah. What... I was just kind of going through the different uh, countries, um, and I have never heard of any pen or anything coming from Australia. So uh, this this manufacturer is called Viridian Pen Studio, all and right. all of their pen shapes they're more like traditional pen shapes but it's the materials that they're made out of that i found really interesting okay so um would you really give us a quick rundown of what exactly they're made of it seems like they use um materials that are like native to australia so like they use different kinds of uh woods or substances that are found specifically in australia and they showcase that in the body and the cap of the pen yeah so basically they do a resin slash wood mix of their pen bodies and from like some of the uh, shimmer that is used in the mix actually looks really nice to be honest yeah. with you um, uh, i think the timber and resin and there's a there's a there's a couple that uh, looks especially nice and they're not super expensive either for the intricacy of the design work too for the for how they look correct they are i wouldn't say they look like kit pens they they are a mix of brass hardware wood slash uh mix of resin or wood or pure wood as well and they are i wouldn't say they are fancy uh -uh. Actually, you know, some of them, some of them actually looks rather nice. Yeah. They are not expensive uh, in fountain pen standards because yeah. most of their <laughs> pens are like $89, uh, $100. Even the the Boss fountain pen, which is their top kind of, of the up. line, quote unquote. This, this is kind of their most expensive line, right? Right, and they're only 150 I guess some more special materials like 169 but those are the... Uh, I think it's their, uh, oh, I can't pronounce this so wrong. Uh, Bangshad pod. <laughs> it is some kind of like a wood pod. Plus, it must be some kind of like mix. seed or something that comes from a, uh, they are Australian local trees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, this whole company, apparently, they are Australian natives by to from from the sound of it a, from the very bottom it says we acknowledge our tradition custodian of the land on which we are work and live pay respect to our elders past present and emerging Viridian pens do exist and thrive on oh my god i'm sorry uh yogera land and we acknowledge the sovereignty was never ceded so uh, I guess this is mainly all made with materials local to their to their to their locations. Mm -hmm. So it but certainly it, has a different vibe to a lot of different uh, 
I would say plastic pens we have nowadays. Yeah, um, and I like that. Like uh, something that was really trending a lot on, say, Instagram or like are like the mixture of like colored resins and natural woods. And so the ones that ha- have that mixture, like the timber and uh, sapphire blue pen, boss pen, like it just looks really nice. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of it looks really, really nice when it's mixed together. And like even the swirls on just like the the resin pens, like they do it pretty well. <laughs> they do it surprisingly well. Like... I would say they are close to, if I might say, Visconti level of swirls mm-hmm. on some of their, plas- on their plastic swirls, which is very surprising. Like, if you look at a classic pan, go to the Desert Rhapsody, that's, that color combo is really nice for a pure plastic pan. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice that one. That one's nice. Yeah. And even this, the sapphire blue has the nice little blue swirls into it. Yep. So, I mean, their, their, their shape is extremely safe for pound of pens, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say their price is also a very, uh, I wouldn't say safe. They are they're very affordable. Yes. For in terms of someone in the hobby that wanted to get some pens made out of some in- more interesting materials than your standard resins or whatever, this is a really good price point to entry. Yep. All right. I guess we can move on to our next fountain pen. Ventus? <laughs> this, <laughs> this one's... This is going to be a hard one. Oh, this episode is not going to be good for us. <laughs> there, there has to be a, a a way of pronouncing this, but it's basically Ven Vistas. Ven Vistas? Maybe that's maybe that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. I don't know. V M V S T A S. If any Italian friend can help us out, that would be great. Yeah. Yes, but these uh, this is an Italian pen manufacturer that is very, very different from your Visconti styled italian pens this thing is a if there is a equivalent of tech wear in fountain <laughs> pen i would say this company wears the jing of it yes this pen they are all made of straight grain five carbon fiber with stainless steel uh hardware and if there's any resin or plastic they're all black yeah i think techware is a really good way of describing it there's something very like futuristic about its design lots of like interesting angles right and the cap too so is is certainly thought out throughout designs and like they have piston fillers they have converter kits they have normal cartridge converters uh, so so you can choose what you want really it, it looks like a an italian take on lamy mm. not completely but there's a there's there's a nice like simplicity to their design, which I really like. I mean, 
ultimately, it's really simple, right? It's just a tube. Yes. Right? They, they, there's no flourishes <laughs> yes. to, to their overall shape. Which is but, what I usually expect from an Italian design, pen design. Right. But like they're, um, like, because like Visconti and stuff, they're, they're all really fancy. This one is, I think the finishes and flourishes is just by the material itself and the angle that they're trying to cut the material mm-hmm. for their uh, caps and the cartridge converters. It looks nice, to be honest. It, it looks very different than a lot yes. of the pen designs on the market nowadays. I don't have a good shot of the nib. What kind of nib are they using? Go to the cartridge converter. Uh, no, the piston fill one, they have some uh, zooming one. Are they using a Yovo nib or are they using their own manufacturer nib? I think, I think they use their... Uh, this should be... If it's titanium, it's most likely... What's the other brand? Not Yovo. Oh, Bach. Bach. This is probably custom Bach, maybe? I mean, they have the they have them in stainless steel, titanium... Oh. There or five yeah. five solid gold and five five solid gold is just fourteen k gold to be. <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> wondering, it's just a uh, formation of gold. Interesting. I personally like this one quite a bit. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get one at some point. I'm gonna get that Taiwan one from last time first. First, but uh, I think I might eventually get one of these. This hits, this hits that like modern simplicity aesthetic that I really enjoy. All right, I guess that's one for the Collins is a shopping cart. Yes, and it's it's already on my wish list. <laughs> All right, okay, our next one. I'm okay. I, I don't think I'm gonna screw this one up. It's Ackerman pens. And uh, the one specifically co- linked by Collins is the classic pump pens. Yeah. So what these pens seem to be allowing you to do is... I, I know that Des- Desiderata pens also does the same thing where it allows you to use zebra nibs. And... What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to clean them off, and so you clean off the the coating of the zebra nib so that you can use fountain pen ink on it. Well, these pump pens, uh, these Ackerman Classic pump pens, it seems like it's trying to be a fountain pen for uh, normal like dip pen inks, including India ink, including so, like speedball ink. Yeah, it looks like a lot of their their fountain pen looking nib they are not tipped so it's it's basically disposable nibs mm-hmm. according to them you can sharpen it you can reshape them later on they also fits with the uh like for i think this was a pretty popular trend maybe like a decade ago like eight years ago you refit a fountain pen like cheaper jean house and something yeah. with a uh zebra nib well, this one they just made it for you, like a fountain pen with uh, that's workable with zebra nibs, and yep. on top of that, they have their own nib for you to try, for you to use, and for you to uh, freely swap it out. And the most important thing is they are cheap. Yeah, they're twenty five bucks. And Which... that's the pump pen. The classic pen's even cheaper; is seventeen dollars. The classic fountain pen is twenty dollars. 
So if you are a drawer that want to try maybe like different ink, may I I I'm I honestly I wouldn't mind even uh yeah it says, yeah it says even India ink will actually work well acrylic paint works too. Yeah, I mean it seems like this this like pump pen is trying to open you up to like more than just your standard fountain pen inks. Right. It uses, they can apparently accept Manga G Ink, Browse Rose Ink, uh, Browse Rose Nibs, our Sketch Nibs, Principal Nibs, and uh, the adapter for Crowquil, uh, for Crowquils with a uh, Gillette 303 Nibs. They all works. So <laughs> yeah, it I'm is actually- like, I would say uh, uh, calligraphers. Pen? Yeah. I'd really like to try this out with some of the uh, speedball ink that I have. And I have a bunch of zebra nibs I haven't been using. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. Go get one and uh, you can put it in there. Yeah, and especially for like 20, 22 to 25 bucks. Like, that's not, it's not bad. Right. All right. Our next brand, it is... Wait, do you, do you say pump pen? No, no, it's the next one. Yeah. The next one is another Italian pen. Yes, uh, Lachlan pens. This shares a... Very different... Uh, I want to say very different look. Very different material compared to the last one we mentioned. The the last Italian pen, yes, this is very much a different. I would say it's targeting a different kind of demographic. Um, this is more of like the if you enjoy like tactile turn pens or you enjoy like. The, I would say um, if anyone uses the older Dupont um, lighter or a Zippo lighter. This kind of reminds me of similar design. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. This one is compared to the other one that's basically all carbon fiber. This is all metal, like all brass or what is this one made out of? All aluminum. Yeah, brass, it, it, aluminum, um, matte black. Probably aluminum and chrome finishing aluminum. Now the thing is that like the the design is still very minimal, right? Like it's ba- it basically looks like a straight up metal tube. The Electa has something hidden inside. I should, I think you should check it out. Uh, maybe I didn't get the. Oh, is, is it a twist? What's going on here? That twist is, is a piston mechanism. Oh no, that's a piston. Yeah. yeah. So you can access your piston and refill your pen while the pen is still inside. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, right? And uh, supposedly it has a cushioning system that makes you uh, your, your writing softer. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's the description. And maybe you need to find someone that has it to play with and find out. Um, the F5 looks like a big chunky boy. This yeah, that looks pretty <laughs> thick. The cap is really thick. The brass one is fifty gram by itself. So how does that working? Is that a 
how do you twist is it a twist off yeah i think so it's a twist off yeah that yeah. cap is just massive it is and it is one of those pens where like um you could probably drive your car over and it would probably still be fine yep i would i would agree you can definitely drive your car over the aluminum version that would be fine brass maybe not because brass is softer a little bit but um they also have the tiny and the evolution which are what just really, basically tubes yeah and what really caught me off guard is the machining it looks like is judging from the pictures like you can barely see the machine marks where they actually close the pens mm -hmm. which is a really really nice design and really nice job done the machining too yeah, the evolution is like so nice and thin, and they give you a a a area on the back where you can unscrew it, and then you can post your cap on the back by screwing right. that. Even though I think that's going to be very <laughs> off balance <laughs> once you put it on there. I mean, it's a heavy pen, regardless, right? How heavy is the evolution? Uh, twenty nine they... no, twenty nine grams. I mean, it's not bad. How heavy is the V F five? Fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Yeah, and now imagine capping that thing. Yeah, no, that's that's a heavy pen. How how heavy is a king of pen? Let me see. Sailor. King of pen. Wait. Oh, it's not one point one pound. What the heck? Okay, no, no, There's no. There's no that's... way that's one point one pound. Well, the elect the elect has forty nine grams. Forty nine gram, okay. Surprisingly, the weight of a pen is not that common then to find. I mean, if you're building your entire pen out of brass, the weight is a factor. <laughs> I'm not sure it's a bragging factor or a uh, listing. Just you gotta list it. Okay. Anyway, there you go. Found it. A the king of pans in resin is thirty four point four with cap. Oh wow! Okay, so, so that brass one is yeah, it's significantly heavy. heavier. Yep. I wonder what is the uh, ebonite version of king of pen? Wait, <laughs> it should be lighter, heavier. No, ebonite is heavier than plastic, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because it's like a porous rubber, right? Right. And rubber is pretty dense compared to uh, plastic. Mm -hmm. eh, I couldn't find it on top of my head right now, so we can find it later. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just found that, you know, typically when I think of Italian pens, the most common one you would think of is Visconti. And so these two different brands, I'm like, oh, wow. I want to find more, like, of these smaller pen brand manufacturers and and, and you know. Yeah, some of them is produce. a really good and fun breath, uh, breath of fresh air, to be honest. Okay, and let me, let's move on to our next company. This company is not a fountain pen company. No, they're not. Uh, so they're Van Diemen's Inc. And they're based out of Tasmania, which is a little island uh, south of Australia. Correct. And... Uh, their very first ink caught my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a nice color? This 
the snowy mountain sunset. Yeah, it is like a red slash blue slash shimmer ink, which is it looks really pretty to be honest. It, it, yeah, it looks great. Um, basically, all of their shimmericks kind of like stood out to me because they all, at least from the photos, it makes it look really nice. Their blue one, they have a blue shimmer, a red shimmer. And what's the other one? I will say that the website makes it a little hard to see, uh, like to see all of the inks because they use a rotating uh, image thing rather than allowing you to just see them all at the same time. Um, Wait, but when you does? click into the ink, when you click oh, into the ink, okay, it'll let you okay. see it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, again, among all these, I think uh, I like Snowy Mountain the best. And to yeah. be honest, I think I can order one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please do. Uh, I'm pretty I sure would, I can order one. Like, I this would one looks love great. To, I would love to try it out, too. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's always nice to see um what different kind of colors and things that uh that people create when you're from like a completely different place because it, te it tends to be that you pull your colors from the country and the place that you're in right um and obviously tasmania is kind of known for their tasmanian devil which they display prominently on their um <laughs> box on their box it's like the front and center just staring yes. right into your soul it's very cute. And it's not the Tasmanian devil from the Looney Tunes. That's it's it's the actual animal. The actual animal itself, yeah. And I think these ink comes in 30 milliliter. Yeah, 30 milliliter boxes. There's no mm -hmm. larger one, is there? I th I mean, I I think they're they bought all the same bottles cuz you know, small in-house ink manufacturer it's just all gonna be the same bottle which yeah. i will say this bottle looks very good <laughs> for uh either looks and stability wise looks I stability long-term use like it looks like a solid bottle it's not like you know other flimsy bottles we may have had some experiences with <clears throat> fiercely <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, by the way, they have a. Um, we're we're just looking at the Tasmanian, their newest collection, right? They have their other sets. Other set. This is, by the way, it's not Tasmanian ink. This is the uh, Van Diemen's Van ink. D yeah, Van Diemen's uh, fountain pen ink. Yeah, Van Diemen's ink dot com, and uh, they have a lot of other inks that yes. is available. Two forty to throw. I think there's four pages total to scroll through. Yeah, they have a lot of different other kinds of colors. Yeah, so when you got time, go and take a look. And uh, their snow mountain is certainly the uh, main hitter right now because that's the that's the ink swatch they show Whoa. on the very low new screen. Okay, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna paste you a. I'm gonna paste you a link. Uh huh. Uh, maybe there, or I'll put it under here so you can get it. Um, but basically, I, I, this is just me looking at it for the first time. Van right. Diemen's Underwater Bioluminescence High Saturation Shimmer Ink. I'm like, what is going on? Well, I don't understand what colors I'm seeing here. <laughs> oh, wow. 
What the heck is this? Right? I don't really understand what I'm seeing, but it looks like a dark bluish ink that has some reddish sheens and some light bluish shimmers. I'm like, this is the most interesting ink I've ever seen. <laughs> In a long time. shimmer combined to become a complexer ink that mimics appearance of blue. Huh. Yeah, this this looks pretty good. It's silver for dip. I, I would not want to use this on a regular basis because this looks like a very strong shimmery. Uh, not shimmer. Uh, a very strong... Uh, Oh my goodness. Ink. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So I'm really happy because the way I described the ink is exactly what it says, which means that my color, my cup, my picking out what colors are showing is correct. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. If you look at the blue, um, there's octopus one, the blue ringed octopus. Same thing as like Isirian sheen that is on the display i'm not sure that's how it looks in real person whoa <laughs> whoa that looks like organic studio kind of level sheen yeah right so and there is the uh, night shooting star i gotta find it night shooting star there it is that looks incredible <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i would say uh this company has some pretty good looking ink if you are it, very interested in shimmery and shiny inks we should we should uh we should get some we should probably do a, a group buy of us between the two of us yeah and, uh, some of these are fantastic <laughs> it's not expensive I, it's 11 dollars per bottle yeah right like it's not bad i mean maybe the shipping's a lot but Oh, I mean, it's shipping from Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Hopefully you know. The, the issue with shipping from Australia right now is that there is only two flights per week out. Or it's the slow boat if it even comes out it, of here. Yeah, and if you are, and if your mail is not on the priority mail bin, you're, 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 it might take like a week or two for it just to ship out. My last package from Australia took two weeks staying in the uh, shipping bin. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, we're not in a rush. I, uh, I'm i not in a rush, but I'm not sure the ink is going to do well in a shipping bin for that oh, long. Fair enough. But, yeah, I am. But, yes, I am very intrigued on watering some. Just let me know when you want to place a water. Yeah, let's let's do that. They have they they label some of them as a high saturation ink. Sheening inks. Okay, so th that's sheening ink. Is that what Those it means? Sheening inks. Yeah. Because like I I'm looking at the Royal Starfish. I'm like, what? It, that is just amazing. Let's see. What does it say? It is a purple ink that sheens bright green gold. Like that looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah I, I i'm not sure if your picture person's doing a really good job or that's actually how ink, it looks yeah where their ink it really looks like that we'll, we'll figure out when we get it right? yes we'll 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 get a good sampling um i'm very excited now <laughs> okay and if it's actually their photo person i would love to know how they took that picture 
Yeah, because I'm like. <laughs> because I could not for the life of me took Shimmer or Shining picture that well. Yeah. Like whoever whoever took the pictures of the Shining Ink, even if it is artificial, my God, I would like to learn secret. Yeah, because it just looks great. Yeah. All right. Our okay. next pen. Now, this one was kind of an interesting one. Because, um, uh, you know, I don't usually hear British pens like... like this is like a very fancy British pen company, and it's called Yard OLED. <laughs> Apparently, they are fairly well known in the pencil community. Yes, hence the lead part. Yes. Because they, I think they started out with a mechanical pencil design, hence the lead. And ironically, to be completely honest with you, there's a very high chance I might want to pick up the Mayflower collection. <laughs> okay. And not the fountain pen series on top of that, but the pencil. Okay, interesting. Let's let's take a look. Un un okay, so a little bit of background or just an understanding of what the company is. It's an old British company, and effectively all of their pens are made of silver. Like just high grade silver, all sterling silver, and they are all hand chased. Yeah, so the designs are basically hand carved, hand imprinted. So uh, obviously, because of that, they are not cheap. <laughs> Although honestly, the Mayflower isn't too bad. The Mayflower is not bad at all. Well, okay, the Mayflower is very expensive if you get the fountain pen edition. The fountain pen edition is nine hundred ninety-five pounds. Correct. The pencil is 295 pounds. I think there is a certain fountain pen tax that was somehow applied to the pen. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Why is it so much more expensive? <laughs> I'm not sure By why it's so lot. much more. I mean, I understand that there is more silver in that pen. If I look at it, it's like it is thicker. And I, I, I don't know. Are they using a gold nib or are they using a steel nib? I would think that at this price, they're using a gold nib. The uh, fountain pen? Yeah. Oh, let's, I, let's see. Let's take a look. Let me see. I actually don't see that information. They actually don't say. They don't specify what nib it is. Uh, you can get it in a fine, medium, and broad. Uh, I mean, the front, the front will tell me what it is, but they do not they, have their very front of the nib shown. Oh, come on, buddy. <laughs> okay, let's take yeah, a they look don't at it. Show you a the, dead the, on the grand with a standard nib. What the heck do they offer? They always have a side shot. Yes, they don't want to show you. Okay, eight is that eighteen? Of, eighteen karat gold. Yeah, or eighteen karat gold. Yeah, so they are gold nibs. So uh, yes, and, and there the we go. Right. I found it. I found it. Uh, this is actually no. It's 925? Here, I found a picture. Yep. You tell me why it is. That's nice. But the 925 is on the 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 grip. And then there's 18 carat on the nib. Yeah, but all of all of them are ma manufactured with premium 925 sterling silver. 
Right. So, well, at the at a minimum, right? Your entire pen is made of silver. Yes, at a minimum. At a minimum. And、uh, I, I I will say these do definitely look fancier than our Pokemon silver pens. Regrettably saying so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> these do look fancier, like, yeah. Oh, they do have a、uh, the larger nib shot on the very bottom of the.、Uh... Some of them have it, yes. Let me see. What is seven fifty alloy? Is it silver? It is silver. I'm trying to look for the cheapest. They're the entry level fountain oh, pen. Oh no! I'm sorry. I was wrong. The seven fifty. It is eighteen karat gold, but that is in silver color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so there you go. It's eighteen karat gold in, in, in silver. Yeah. Um, the it seems like if you wanted to get a fountain pen from this company, the cheapest you could go. Is eight hundred and ninety pounds. Everything else, while、yeah. their to be honest, while their pencil and ballpoint edition are much cheaper, much cheaper. So it, it it's very likely that you're paying for that gold nib, <laughs> or you're just paying the fundamental tax. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the smaller production、uh, fountain tax. Yeah, but yeah, that Mayflower pencil looks pretty nice. Yeah, the, the I'm just not sure which one is it because the pen, the Mayflower pencil, it shows two type of designs. Oh, that's true. Or is, are they all just? Different or is one the back one the front? I don't know. I don't think so because that has the、uh, the pattern swirl around. You cannot just have a pattern swirling around on one side and then the other side is straight. That's true. I mean, they both look nice. I actually, I can't. I don't really understand how it works though. Right? Is it is that a push button at the top or a twist?、Mm. I think Johnny might know how this operates. I absolutely forget, do not. I believe this is a twist mechanism. To、mm. if my memory serves me right, it is. It has a、uh, should have like a spring kind of mechanism inside. You insert the. It's a really large、uh, lead inside. I think it's like one point two millimeter most of the time.、Mm-hmm. And then you just twist it, and it comes out. Yeah, that's probably what's happening here. It、looks nice.、Uh, yep, yep. I agree. It looks really, really nice. <laughs> And I somehow, some reason, I like the pencil version better. It feels like the、uh, the pencil version just flows better with the flower design. It's a little more elegant. Yeah, yeah. I would say. I think the fountain pen is a little. Too girthy, it's girthy, and the like you you have like the the flower swirl right that、like、goes, yeah, but then it swirls into a flat bottom barrel,、mm-hmm. so it kind of cuts the flow a little bit. 
Yeah, I don't really like all of the flourishes quite as much on them. I actually like the like the grand pen. Got it. Got it. Got it. A little bit more, but yeah, the pencil definitely hits the spot in terms of like you want a nice, well-made sterling silver pencil, and it, it's got that like nice, elegant shape to it. Right. Yeah, that is the uh, Yard OLED. Yard OLED. Silver, <laughs> silver pen. And I guess getting the pencil from them kind of makes sense, right? Because, you know, they started out with pe <laughs> pencil manufacturing. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, by the way, the Mayflower has no clip. Yeah, oh, that's it's, a little bit dangerous. It's just round. It's just round, yeah. There's no roll stop. Yeah, I mean, I haven't... I guess I can check the roll stuff from my fountain pen case and use it. I mean, sure, but I mean, you don't want to ruin the, you know, the, the, well, are you, like, what, what do you mean roll stop that you would add on? No, Is I have something a roll you'd stop add on right here. It? This thing, no, I'm just going to use this. A little oh, you just put it on the table. Uh, yeah, just a little wooden roll stop that I got with all my case, so I could just use it. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving on to our last and final uh, fountain pen for the week. This okay. is the... You, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, the Onoto fountain pens? Onoto? I know I'm pronouncing it like Japanese, but like you're it's Onoto. Yeah, you're pronouncing Japanese style. I'm pretty sure that's not Japanese. This, uh, this is British probably, is it? Yeah, definitely. It's a British. You just look at the design and be like, okay, yeah, that's that's British. Okay. Because there's a there's basically a, a coat of arms on one of these pens. Um, it, it basically got a shield with like lions and on it on the right. uh, finial of the cap. And so all of these I, look like they came out of like Cambridge or something. This one, yeah, like it's like Collis has described. This one is a fairly, um, what's the best way to say it? This is a very is a fairly boxy pen. Yes, in terms of paint shape, right? I have flat top, flat bottom, um, no real curve at the barrel. Uh, very slight curve, but not too much. The only one that is. The only one that has a little bit of a curve is their uh, Aviator collection. And arguably, they do it, they have a curve because it, it's made from parts of an airplane. Mm -hmm. like apparently, this one is so called, it's, it's reharvested uh, aluminum from the Britain Spitfire back in 1940. Oh, it's now sold out. You can no longer buy. Okay. Ooh. I, I think I just thought, oh, wow, that, that would have been a fun pen. Yeah. So um, they have each themes a lot, which looks really nice on some of them. There are also sterling silver, enamel sterling silver. This is not cheap, $5,300. Some of these are very expensive. Yes. They have a very wide variety of range of price. Um some of the designs are more subdued than others. Some of them hit Visconti level, uh, like loudness. 
I'm not even sure if it's Gunty level loudness. I think Montograppa loudness is uh, more correct. Yeah. Some of to these are very you, I actually showy. like the Tiger one. So, yeah, that was actually something I noticed. Like, I um, some more Year of the Tiger limited edition pens here. Right. And this one actually has a Tiger hit on the top of the finials. And the barrel of a body is just a, uh, a stripe on a tiger's back. Yeah. On the pen, the, the cap. Did they continue the pattern on the pen body itself? I just lost the... No, not like, the pen body. It's uh, it's a solid black or solid uh, orange red. Okay, okay. Yeah, and they also have like, uh, I think the Chinese novelist, Shi uh, Zimo. He's like a translator slash romantic novelist. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they actually have him as a collection. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there, there's like pure sterling silver pens. And there's like, what's the best way for me to say this? What's the finish on this? This uh, is the uh, really fine st- straight stripe on the middle. I don't recall the finishing technique on that. Rodden? No, 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 no. It's the... Uh... Can you point out which pen you're talking about? Mm, for example, it is... Like, if you scroll to the very bottom. Okay. The Cambridge Sterling Silver. University of Cambridge Sterling Silver. Okay. Oh, that you, kind of talking- finishes. On the barrel. Oh, I don't know. Like the like the very small, thin engravings all the way down the barrel. Right. Like it really subtle, a little bit of flowers on the side as well. It's textured. It's like textured sterling silver. It looks really nice. It is really nice. They, they have a lot of different stuff. You know what really caught me by surprise? It is how much modification that allows you to have. Yeah. I mean, the, these guys seem like they are... Ca- it seems like they're catering towards, like, the really rich folk of London, England. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's, for example, right? Um, you have the very basic $562 pen. Yes. That is probably one of their lowest pricing pen. However, you can ask your pen to be delivered in a highly gloss lacquer box or a leather pen roll with leather hip box. So I guess once we told here and one is for showing, for gifting. You can choose to have an 18 gold nib, which is going to increase the price by $220. <laughs> okay, you can ask for nib modification, which I'm really surprised by a normal smaller fountain pen company. I wouldn't say smaller, right? By a fountain pen company. Just like a, they're a the niche gate. market pen. Yeah. Manufacturer. Okay. And you can add extra weight depending on the pen. <laughs> so they'll customize <laughs> it to your literal liking. Yeah, you can you can literally add how much weight you want. They will add 32 gram onto the pen if you wish it. You can choose to have a pen made with a plunger fill, which adds whole it adds another three hundred dollars, huh? Oh wow. $330. <laughs> And you can request a inner rollerball kit that I guess inserts into your fountain pen, which costs another hundred dollar. I'm looking right now at the you see like the Horatio Nelson pens. Oh, and on top of that, 
You can make the nib a number eight nib. Oh, wow. So big. Which adds even more money. <laughs> yeah. Some of the designs like really like hit like a like British ornate style and British design. gentleman stationery that you expect to see on someone's desk. Yes. If that makes sense. It, oh, you know what? You've ever seen the movie The Kingsman? Yes. It's like that. <laughs> it's very much like that. Yeah, yeah. This is. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if this is like one of the showpieces that's just happening label or laying around on their desk. It's very ornate. It, it, it. I can say that I like it a little bit more than some like the Montegrappa style ones. The the pen with Shakespeare's face on it is a little weird, though. A little much. <laughs> yeah, it's a little much. Well, I mean, the Mont Blanc does it too, right? The Mont Blanc on their wait, that's no, they do that on their case. They don't do it on the pen itself. Yeah, except for Mickey. <laughs> See, Mickey Mouse is different. <laughs> the uh, Shakespeare one is not well that cheap. No, it's six thousand six hundred and fifteen dollars sterling silver. Yeah, I wonder how they do the picture. That's yes, I think that's the most important thing. How they did the uh, Shakespeare picture is it like a? Uh, is it like just a printout? <laughs> that is it. It's enamel. Okay, handmade. Oh wow, Jesus! enamel. Wow. All right. So yeah, this this like, they went all out on the. Uh, on the arts perspective of it, I would say. I feel like, I don't know, like if I wanted to buy a pen from this company, it would have to be one of the more ornate ones because it's like, you don't get designs like that from other companies. Yeah, email Pemian, the um, the Jubilee line looks really great for like complete disregard of a price, right? The Jubilee line looks really great. Their uh, Aviator line looks like a traditional uk gentleman's pen mm-hmm. i i don't know why but the 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 horatio nelson pens for some reason like i don't like it but i don't like it so much that i start to like it <laughs> <laughs> they have the aviator flying doctor pen and that has the uh the snake for medicine on there too ah Oh, and the the um the the pen clip it actually is shaped either like a propeller or something, right? So yeah, this is a lot of interesting ones. Then they have a tortoise shell uh, resin. Is this tortoise shell actual tortoise shell or tortoise shell resin acrylic, acrylic? Okay. Yeah, they're probably not allowed to use. I think you're allowed to use the really old ones, but and not anything that is new. Or yeah, of course. Well, yeah, um, this, I think this is one of the companies that is probably a good idea to keep an eyes on. I, I wouldn't say it is one that you might you actually get <laughs> all the time, but it has some very interesting designs. Which actually brings me back to the previous company, the Yard OLED pens. I think we might have missed this, but they also have their own limited edition Year of the Tiger pen. Wait, really? Yep. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, I just linked it to you right underneath. 
Yeah, looking at right now, one thousand five hundred dollar yes. in stock. Okay, another tiger go, going down a mountain. Yes, <laughs> it's it's not the best etched face of a tiger. Yeah, yeah, it's. I wouldn't say that's the best representation. And but I mean, of, it's not bad. And the cap has like these weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Like icons on it. I don't they really know not, what that's for. They are. Oh, that's the, showing you the quality of correct. the. They are of quality the of the silverware. Hmm. I don't know if I like that. It looks really tacky. I don't. I personally don't like it, but I guess that's what they decided to put on. Yeah. As their identity, because I mean, their their entire thing is their entire line of sterling silver, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that has become part of their instrument's identity to have a sterling silver mark on them. They also put the tiger paw print on the finial, <laughs> which is kind of cute. All right. Let me see. Let me, let me take a really quick look to see. Wow, their fountain pen edition is like much bigger. Than the normal pen, maybe that's why it has a comes with premium. Yeah, because I mean, it does have more silver in it. Yeah, more silver is a bigger pen and probably producing less quality too. And you can so. also tell that the etching is more detailed on the fountain pen, just because there's more surface area. Right. They have, I guess, really slow rotational video on the very bottom as well. That really shows you how well how the nice. uh, strength silver has worked. Yeah, overall, I, I like I like this company. Um, like I said, I might get the uh, <laughs> Mayflower, Mayflower one, not the fountain pen edition. But <laughs> hey, I, I personally find that the the that to fit my taste the best. Yeah, maybe we should ask Yardo Led to have a Pokemon version. <laughs> <laughs> it just good looking. I was like, what the heck are you guys talking about? Like what? Actually, no, I'm pretty sure if you ask them, they probably could. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, for a premium price. I'm not saying it would be cheap. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, Collins. Um, I believe that settles for uh, today's shows for all the pens that you want to share with us. Yeah, just anything? a quick look. Uh, just going down because I was so... I, re I really love that Taiwanese-style uh, pen from a couple weeks ago, so I really wanted to just look and see what other countries had. Um, I think we got to keep digging, because I know that there are a lot more. There's certainly a lot more. Um, I just haven't really got time to post on them. I'm sorry, yeah. I got a little bit sidetracked this, this past two weeks. But uh, yeah, I'll keep looking into some other brands too to see what actually tricks are mine. And I'm pretty sure there are... There's a few acrylic pen maker that is on top of my head that is in USA or uh, I think Netherlands as well that we never talk about. And we can bring yeah. them up. Yeah, let's so. let's do that. All right. With that being said, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, you can always find us at fountainpenstationery.com and you can email us at fountainpenstationery.com at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. See, even I think about Fountain it Fountain Pen sec. Stationery. At gmail.com. And the website is fountainpenandstationery.com. Yes. 
All right. Have a good night, everyone. All right. Good night.